Clients on Demand teaches coaches, service providers, and thought leaders how to attract the right clients at the right price anytime they want. This podcast is about answering one question. How can you build a sustainable seven or eight figure business that changes the world and gets results for clients without sacrificing your freedom? If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. All this information is 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Welcome to today's show. So guys, today we're going to be talking about the scourge of many businesses. And this is actually something that I see destroy people, not just people that are... um, you know, first starting out, but actually very experienced people when they hit, you know, I would say master level. This is something that I think can really crush a lot of businesses. And so what we're going to talk about today, guys, is entrepreneurial ADD. And it's one of those things that's very, very, very sneaky because when you hear about it, you think to yourself, well, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to let that happen to me. I know what I'm doing. I got a game plan. I'm going to stick with it. But before you know it, for whatever reason, and we're going to talk about some of those reasons today, you'll find yourself questioning everything that you've been doing and you'll find yourself switching gears. And because of that, if that turns into a habit for you, you can really leave a lot, a lot, a lot of money on the table. And I've seen guys you know, build income streams that are literally like four or $500,000 a month income streams and just shut the whole thing down because they got bored. But really what was probably happening was like a little bit of self-sabotage and fear creeping in. So we're going to talk about what is this entrepreneurial ADD? How much does it suck? And, 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 and what can you do to make sure that it, that it doesn't happen to you? Because it's something that can actually prevent you from ever getting it together in the first place. But it's also something that if you do have it together and things are clipping along really well and you get a case of entrepreneurial ADD, it can destroy your entire business very, very, very quickly. And so really pay attention to this one, guys, because this is something that nobody really is immune to. So I got Mark here with us today. Mark's our director of sales. You guys know him. And Jane here, she's our managing director. And uh, we're going to talk about this because this is something that we see like way too often. It, it happens a lot. And it's it's almost like catnip for the entrepreneurial soul. You know, you always think, oh, I need to be always be creating. I'm always going to need to, oh, well, somebody else is doing something and the grass is greener over there. And what happens is, you know, you end up in mediocre in almost all of them. And, you know, like you said, I can't really remember seeing anybody ever make it work, you know? No, uh-uh, no. And, and, and it doesn't because what, what I've found is that it's all about being able to stick, mm-hmm. you know, because any business model that you choose regardless of how you want to want it to work. In other words, like where are you going to advertise? How are you going to, what are you going to sell? What are you going to offer? What price point? All these different things. Even if you have the best business model in the world, and, and honestly, at COD, I think we probably have the best one, at least that I've seen, um, at least for me, you're still going to have challenges and you're yeah. still going to have stuff that comes up. And so if you are constantly completely throwing out the entire thing, every time you feel bored or every time you feel afraid or every time you feel overwhelmed, you're never going to succeed. It's like it's like if you set out on a on a ship and you're trying to sail from from point A to point B, but every single time the wind changes or every single time you get bored or every now oh, let's go here. No, you know what? Ah, screw that. We'll go here. Oh no, forget it. Let's go there. And you're obviously you're never going to get anywhere, and you're going to end up starving before you get wherever you were planning on going. And I literally see people doing this exact same thing in their business all the time where they either just set out and have no idea what the game plan is and just kind of cross their fingers and hope it's going to work out. 
or they're making good progress, but the moment they run into a snag, it's like mm-hmm. they go, ah, forget it. That was stupid. I'm going to completely and totally switch gears. I'm going to, I'm going to go after a different outcome with a different plan using a different system. And I've just never, ever, ever seen that be a really good idea where it's like, oh, that, that was a, that was a good thing that you did. It, it almost always ends in disaster. You know, it's when people get caught up in this cycle, the, the intention behind it is that they're committed, right? They want their business to work and they're trying so hard to get this to work. It's so funny. I'm, I'm, I'm saying try hard. And my son, who's 13, his new saying is like, oh my God, they're such a try hard. Yeah, right? like, it, it is hilarious. Like even if he gets too much homework, oh, my humanities teacher was totally try harding us today and we have so much homework. And I, I can kind of relate this to here, right? Where you're in your business and you're try harding. Like you really want it to succeed. Like, please, please let this succeed. And so then what you do is you're taking this strategy and this strategy and this strategy and you're trying so hard. But the problem is, is you're doing so many things and you're hoping something will just click. (laughs) Somehow someone will find you and hire you. And it's like doing it on like a wing and a prayer. And so what happens is like you said, Russ, is people are doing it for two reasons. Number one, they are in so much fear mm-hmm. that they're just doing whatever they can, like whatever they can, whatever they can just to get, you know, some clients in the door or two, the other part. So one, they're like craving that certainty to get, to get clients in the door. So they're trying so many different things or number two, like you said, they're, they're just bored, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's the biggest reason why people are, you know, throwing all these different pieces at it to try to get, to get something to stick. And then secondly, oftentimes they don't know what success really looks like. Mm-mm. So I measuring that, too soon, right? Like, yeah, Oh, I yeah. tried this and it's not working. So blogging must not work. Or I tried a podcast and it's not working, but you don't know what are they measuring? Like, mm-hmm. how do you, what are you measuring whether a podcast is working or not? You know, for us, we've decided what a measurement looks like, right? It means mm-hmm. we're, we're getting really awesome clients that we get to make an impact with and work with. Right. But not everybody is very clear about what each one of these strategies, what success looks like. Yeah, totally. And, and so they, they don't know what they want. And if you don't know what you want, you can't really come up with a plan of how you're going to get there. And then even when things start to work, and we've seen this before, mm-hmm. things start to work where people come to us and they go, oh, well, you know, this is what I'm spending on Facebook ads and this is what I'm bringing in and da 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 da. And, and sometimes it doesn't feel like you're winning. But when you talk to someone who's mastered this stuff, it's like, no, 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 you're, you're, you're doing great. You just got to push a little further. We just got to dial in a couple little things. But oftentimes I think people, they don't know what they don't know. So in other words, they don't know if they're succeeding or failing. They don't know what success looks like. They don't know what the game plan is. And it's like somehow they think that's going to create success in their business. And it just isn't. I mean, how could it? You know, it's like trying to play a game or trying to play a sport when you don't know the rules and you don't even know how to keep score. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just going to run around like an idiot. So, so we see people doing this a lot, you know, but I, I, I want to talk about what you said about, about boredom, because I just wonder if that's what's really going on, or if it's something even more insidious, if really what it is, is self-sabotage. Because we've seen this too, where yes. you think you want success, and then you start to get a little bit of it, 
And then all of a sudden, the fear just gets bigger and bigger and bigger where you're thinking to yourself, oh, well, if I just had you know $10,000 in the bank or $20,000 in the bank or $100,000 in the bank or a million dollars in the bank, whatever it is, if I had just had that, mm. then I would feel secure. If I just had that, then I would feel better. Then I would feel confident. But then you start to move in that direction and you see your bank account growing and everything seems to be going great. And you just start to make really bad decisions and you just start to really self-sabotage and you just start to really throw the baby out with the bathwater. Maybe you focus too much on the the problems instead of, you know, remembering to celebrate your wins. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Fixing it because what happens, like you're saying, like the self-sabotage, if you have something that's working, sometimes it might feel like, or it's partly working. Right. It's like, oh, well, I'll just go over here and do this instead, instead of really digging deep, you know, like digging deep into what's working about this and what needs to be maximized to make this, this perform even better. And, uh, I think you're right. I think they, you, you know, people can tend to, to sabotage it and just kind of throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? Like this one part's not working. Therefore, none of it's working. You know, my Facebook ads aren't converting. Therefore, none of this strategy works. Or I'm not really good at talking people on the phone. Therefore, none of this strategy works. Mm -hmm. Instead of remembering, you know what? Five parts of this strategy work. You got one left to really, really dial in and get good at. Right. Well, like Mark says all the time, it's like unlocking a lock. Mm. And and it's a lock with like maybe uh, depending on how complicated your business model is, maybe there's three tumblers or four tumblers or five tumblers inside that lock. And you can lock, you can, uh, you know, you can maybe unlock the first one and then unlock the second one. And then you get stuck on the third one and it can make you go ask, screw this, but you don't really know if you just have that one last little piece to dial in. And if you just dialed that in, then all of a sudden things would start working. But if you don't stick, you know, if you haven't built in that persistence into your character, you know, you can literally be, you know, like the old saying goes like three feet from gold where you yeah. just go, ah, it's not working. I'm out of here. And so I think that's the value of having like real mentorship where you're working with someone who has already unlocked that lock and not just that lock, but the next lock and the next lock and the next lock where that person can tell you whether it's working or not working. The person can tell you, hey, you're so close to where you need to be. You just need to fix this and this. Otherwise, you're just totally blind and it really, you're just playing a guessing game and, and you don't want to ever do that with your business. No. Well, you've talked about this, Russ, too, about, you know, it really comes down to has the decision truly been made and the decision means to cut off from any other possibility. Mm. And where I notice happens a lot of times is when, well, I'm going to give it my best shot. I'm going to try hard. And right. the decision, it's funny because should I give up? No, uh, uh, an entrepreneur that's committed will follow through, period. There's no other option. And it, it doesn't mean it's always fun. It doesn't mean it's always easy. But one thing we've noticed is that the ADD pops up a lot of time because the decision was never truly made. Mm-hmm. They're doing it if it was convenient. They're going to do it if it's easy. They're going to do it if it works in my one try. I ran one ad or I did one podcast Now I'm not a billionaire, so it must not be for me. I did this for two weeks, Mark. Exactly. I I I ate like crap for 40 years. I'm 100 pounds overweight, and I ate you know veganism for one week, and it didn't work. Oh my God, go figure. And I've noticed that. And the other one too that's always interesting, and you know the person I'm talking about. I started to look at people that get caught up with ADD, and not only is it boredom or self sabotage, I think at the core is that they don't believe they're enough. Because one of the things that happens is then all of a sudden they start building it and somebody attacks them online because they're making a lot of money or 
they think, oh, I need to do this. And, and next thing you know, they go from having a successful model and now they want to do a book. Now they want to do this and they try and create a hundred different things and they all suck. And the next thing you know, their whole world implodes and they go, see, I knew it wasn't going to last, which was ultimately the core issue. Yeah, that's key. And, and I think that's something that really requires a lot of soul searching is do you really want to succeed? Do you know what that looks like? And most importantly, are you succeeding in a way where you can actually feel good about what you're doing? Because there's a million, I mean, there's a million ways to fail. There's only a few ways to succeed. But even within the ways to succeed, there's some ways to succeed, at least for a little while, that are built on exploiting people or built on not telling the truth or built on being unethical or all these other things. And there's probably very few ways to build a business that's ultra successful, that creates the life you want, but that is really delivering on what it's supposed to be delivering on. Where if it's a donut store, you're making the best damn donuts anyone ever tasted. Or if it's a dry cleaners, you're getting people's clothes spotless. Or if it's a coaching yep. company, you're really doing what it takes to get people results. And if you, if you don't have that, that's eventually right. those creeping doubts are going to overwhelm you. Where you're starting to go, hey, yes, I'm making money, but I'm not making a difference. And if that's what's going on, you're going to find a way to sabotage it. You really are. Because maybe you probably should. I mean, it's, it's like a warning signal from your subconscious going like, okay, great. I'm making money, but am I really making a difference? And if I'm not, maybe I don't deserve the money that I'm making. So it's really, really important that as you grow your business, you're constantly mindful of what are people paying me to do? What's the change that I'm supposed to be making in the world? What's my mission? What am I here to freaking do? What am I here to help people with? And that, that becomes your North Star, that that becomes mm -hmm. your compass so that you're never deviating from that to the right or to the left. And you're always focused like a laser on like, what am I supposed to be doing? What are people paying me to do? Because then you can feel great about what you're doing. And it's much, much less likely that you're going to self-sabotage out of some like misplaced sense of guilt. The other thing that's exciting is that that also by doing that, it also alleviates the, the ADD because you know who you are, you know why you're here and you know what offer and what you're delivering for your clients. Right. So like you said, it does become your North Star. And there's a, there's a power in that where you know what you know, you know why you know it and you know what you're here to deliver for the world. And then it gets to a point where how dare you stay, play small and keep that gift to yourself. You know sure. what I mean? The parable of the talents in the Bible. And it's like, you know, if you have a passion on your heart to go change the world and make a difference, then get out there and do it. And, and it's a shame because we watch some really well-meaning people, but that ADD can really get, it, it's dabbling. It's so tempting to want to go, oh yeah, let's do a hundred things. But one of the, the blind spots I think in America seems to have been the drive for mastery. And we don't think that Americans have a, don't have that. But when you go to Japan and you look at them, even how they have an entire ceremony around tea, where it's been refined for 2000 years, just on how they do tea. And, you know, Americans are the wham, bam, let's rock, you know, which is cool. But at the same point, one of the things that we've learned is by simplifying the process. And Aristotle talked about simplification is the, the highest form of mastery. Then it's the sort of thing where you can optimize and get crystal clear and better and better on, like Jane said, each piece, you know, and again, what if the people out there, instead of trying 10 new businesses, what if they refine the ones that they have that's proven? Exactly. Yeah. So, so let's talk about then what's the antidote, right? So we know what entrepreneurial ADD is. 
we started to kick around some possibilities for like why it happens, right? It either happens because you're afraid or maybe you get bored or maybe it's something even deeper where you're starting to self-sabotage or maybe it's something even deeper than that where you just fundamentally feel guilt about yourself and your, and your, and your business and all these other things. So if that's what's going on, right? And we know that this is something that can cost you everything. Mm-hmm. How do you overcome it? What, what is the antidote? Well, number one, you have to know your outcome. And I come back to this as a solution for everything. You really need to know where the target is. You really need to know what is it that you're trying to achieve and get absolute clarity on that and and know what does winning really look like. And you want to explore that question, guys, I think across a few different dimensions. Where it's not just financial, but you also need to take into account your lifestyle. And you also need to take into account the impact and the contribution that you're making to the world. So with our clients, what we like to do is when we set a new goal or we set a new outcome, we like to break it down across those three things. Like, So what does it look like in terms of income? What does it look like in terms of like my freedom and my lifestyle? And then what does it look like in terms of the contribution that I'm making? And it's very important that you look at all three when you're putting together what your outcome is in your business. Because if you're just focused on making more money, but you're not focused on that contribution, that's a recipe for self-sabotage. Yes. Or even if, even if you're focused on making more money and you're focused on the contribution where you're working, 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 but you haven't figured out what you want your lifestyle to look like and you haven't built in any freedom for yourself, for sure you're going to self-sabotage. So, but if you're looking at your outcomes and you're crystal clear about what it looks like across those three dimensions, your income, your impact and your freedom and your lifestyle, you're much less likely to self-sabotage because when you start to achieve things, you'll feel aligned across all these three dimensions of your life. I love this. In fact, when we first started working together, I can't believe it's been almost three years, but this is one of the, my most favorite things you know, that you spoke about when we were talking about outcomes is really understanding your outcome from all three of those places. And if you start something and you're clear on that. It's not just a one kind of one and done type of thing. This has to be something that you are revisiting mm-hmm. weekly, if not daily, so that daily. you're really clear. Because what happens is, is most people, like you set an outcome and you're driving towards that for a little while, right? And then something happens. And if, as soon as you lose sight of that outcome, that's where your decisions and that's where things start to go sideways. Mm-hmm. It's something that you have to stay focused on all of the time, like all <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the time. And if you haven't done that in a while, I so invite you to whatever it is that you're doing today. If you had one priority today is to spend 10 minutes and, and write that down. Yeah. And then it's so important that you guys really, really look at that because that's going to determine everything else. And, and you know, what do you want to be making? Who do you want to be working with? What's the difference you want to be making in their lives? Now, look, if you're totally unclear about any of that stuff, then reach out to us because one of the things we can do with you is sit down and and kick those things around and help you figure some of that stuff out. But I would say once you know what those outcomes are and you've made those choices, then the next thing you need to do is you need to figure out the strategy. Well, this is where I'm going and I know what I want my life to look like. I know what I want my income to look like. I know the difference I want to be making in the world. Okay, great. Now, given all three of those, what's the strategy that's going to get me there? And guys, this is key because so few people think in these terms. Instead, what we see people doing is they just jump 
from like program to program or workshop to workshop or YouTube video to YouTube video, or, you know, this person's putting out a launch about why blogging is the greatest thing in the world. And so that's like $2,000. Great. So you snatch that up. And then the next month, someone's putting out a launch about why Google AdWords is the best tool in the world to grow your business. Okay, great. So you snatch that up. I try that. Right. And then you just end up with this hodgepodge of like all these different methods that probably at best don't fit together and at worst totally contradict each other where they're actually not going to work together no matter what you do. And then they try to just make something work. And, well, and, and, and that's the opposite of what we want you to do. What we want you to do is be deliberate. This is the outcome I want. Now, what's the strategy start to finish that's going to get me there and focus just on that? Go ahead, Mark. Well, it, it reminds me of a very successful person, very famous. And it also is about how you want your lifestyle to be. And this was one of the first conversations I had with you, Russ, was we talked about launches. We talked about speaking. We talked about blogging. We talked about a lot of other ones that were really big at the time. And you're like, yeah, but I don't want to be on the road 500 days a year. And a very famous person out there was single and uh, excuse me, he was, he was married, but his wife worked and he was able to speak 500 times in one year. That's right. how he built his business. So right. he lived out of suitcases and he lived on the road. Well, I'm here to tell you now they, they conveniently omit that because that's what it would take to follow that model to make it work. Right. And so one of the things that you did is you, you, we talked about how do I get the most impact on clients? How do I have a transformational impact where it's scalable? And you also wanted freedom. And we talked about what does freedom mean? That if you have a laptop and the internet, you could go anywhere and do it. Right. And so those two distinctions, if you guys don't know what your lifestyle needs to be and the outcome of what it is, it's very simple to see the same thing with I'm going to be a blogger or I'm going to do the low ticket. Not knowing the low ticket takes just as much time as building a high ticket. And that's only one. And then you have to have a follow-up and you have to do the same write-up for all that. And it's exhausting. And if you're a mom or you're a dad and you've got kids and you've got a family and you've got other, you know, how the hell do you do all that stuff? And that's the thing too, is that people that are doing that, they get caught up in that loop and you got to be really careful because you were very specific. You wanted something that gave major impact, major on, on the clients, major freedom for you. And it was leveraged so that you could scale it. But making those choices, Mark, and this is what I want everybody to understand, is that making those choices about the outcome first clarifies, really clarifies what strategies are going to work for you and which strategies aren't. So one of the reasons why I didn't go into doing live events is because I didn't want to freaking go anywhere. You know, <laughs> yeah. but I knew that right. But the thing is, like, if I if I know that about myself ahead of time, now look, I don't want to travel then that eliminates, okay, great. Uh, speaking and going on different stages all over the country and all over the world is not going to work for me. Yeah. You know, now the Especially thing is the two new kids, no way. Well, but the thing is like, I could probably be really good at that. You know what I mean? Like I don't have a problem being on stage in front of people. It fits with my talent or, or with what, you know, I'm good at, but it doesn't fit with a lifestyle that I wanted to create. And so I could just kick off that strategy or the life cycle that you're in right now. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like that's the other part of it. Like right now, if you guys are, ha you know, all of us, well, half of our team have young kids and you know, at home and, and that sort of thing. Mark's kind of old, um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you've got to know your life cycle. Like what's going that's on in your life. Question. And, and right. what you're saying is, know how to make decisions mm -hmm. based on your outcome and all those three things that you talked about. You know? so you're making decisions about the outcome first mm -hmm. and then you're kind of working backwards 
and saying, okay, great. This is where I want to go. What's the strategy that's going to get me there? And if you guys can just get in the habit of doing that, it's going to save you from a lot of this just bouncing around from product to product or workshop to workshop or mentor to mentor, because it's like, you know, what's going to serve you and, and what isn't. And once you know those things, don't settle, like decide, this is what I want my life to look like. Awesome. Let's find a strategy that's going to get you there. And then once you know what that strategy is, absolutely get support and guidance from someone who's on that path already. There's no need to reinvent the wheel because whatever it is that you want to achieve in your life, I can almost promise you that there's somebody out there that's already there Mm -hmm. and maybe doing it on a bigger level than you even ever thought possible. So if that person's already achieved those things and gone out and fallen in every single pitfall and, and stepped on every landmine and screwed up everything you could possibly screw up, why wouldn't you go and learn from that person? Because that person can tell you not just what to do, but what not to do. What are the mistakes? What are the pitfalls? What are the thousand different ways to screw this up? Let that person go forward across the minefield, step on every landmine, and then they can come back and tell you, okay, wait, actually don't go there, go here instead. Well, I and think it's important. Why to do wouldn't that. you do that? Right. Is you need to make the distinction between what are hobbies, right? And what is your business? Right. Because hobbies, you can DIY, right? Like everybody enjoys a little DIY project. I'm going to Pinterest this. I'm going to go to YouTube. I'm going to like, you know, piece all of these together. And that could be really fun, right? Like transform your living room in a weekend. But it's not, you know, your business is not really the place to do that. If you're counting on your business to provide a, a life for your family. If you are counting on your business as the way that you impact the world or your clients at a really high level, your business isn't the thing to DIY. Meaning like you can't go out there and do all these different pieces. You want to go and say, this is what I want. This is the strategy I want to use. And I want to learn from someone who does what they teach really, really well. Mm-hmm. Well, the, let's expand on that, Jane, because that's a great, great point is the life cycle in business today. The room for error is, is diminished. You know, 50 years ago, you didn't really have to worry about India as a threat. You didn't have to worry about people in Malaysia. You didn't have to worry about a world. This is a worldwide marketplace, whether you like it or not. That's why the timelines for what a normal business cycle is 10 years in the Internet, it might be six months. Mm-hmm. And so there's less room for air here. So you don't have in reality, the ability in the internet or online marketing to go out and just, hey, I'm going to YouTube this. I'm going to wing it. There's just no room for air. The, the consumer demands excellence today. The consumer demands results and copying a couple of people's things here and there is not going to get you to the outcome. No, just not at all. Because the thing is, and, and, and you see this more and more where people talking about, oh, just go out there and like copy someone's marketing or copy someone's funnel. First of all, that's illegal. <laughs> but second yeah. of all, even it's if it wasn't, nice. right. <laughs> it's, it's not nice. But second of all, like nice. you can copy someone's landing page or ads or, or webinar, but what you're not going to be able to do is to understand the principle behind why they're doing that. So you guys have to understand that the tactics that you see someone using, right? If you're talking about someone that's doing it at a high level, at a master level, those tactics don't just pop out of thin air. Those tactics come from principles, okay? Mm-hmm. And if you understand the basic principles, then you can choose how to do a, you know, you can choose a webinar structure that works. You can choose these things. But, but if you're just going out there and copying what someone else is doing, you're never going to understand the idea behind it. And so what that means is that the first time you run into trouble or the first time that thing doesn't work, you're stuck. 
Mm-hmm. You can't adapt. You can't solve problems because at the end of the day, you're just copying and you don't That's know right. what you're doing. Remember what we talked about where the people are going to find a way to implode. If your business is built on a lie and, and the fact that you copied plagiarized somebody else, when it comes down, you don't think that at some point you're going to implode. And that's, we see that time and time again. I think it's the the same concept that it, you know, when someone starts to copy, it's like they're, they're copying the tip of the iceberg. They're, totally. they're copying only what they can see. And they're not seeing that like, here's the iceberg and what's underneath that is so much more. It's so much more. Like you said, those are the principles, what's below the ocean that you can't see. It's the team that it's built. It's the structure that it's built on. It's the foundation underneath that really isn't, it, it would be very diff- difficult to copy all of that without mm-hmm. getting like someone pulling back the veil and showing you exactly what needs to happen to build a foundation. Totally. And that's why it's so important to go out there and find someone, not just who's getting the outcomes that you want, mm-hmm. who's also helping other people get the outcomes you want. And that's super important, guys, because I know there are some people out there that are just off the charts geniuses where they can go out there and they can build whatever the hell kind of business model they want. But that's not really the issue. It's, it doesn't matter what I can do. The issue is, can I help you do it? You know, mm-hmm. and, and that's really the key is you got to find people that are getting the outcomes you want, but can also break it down and walk you step by step through the process and who are willing to do that and hold your hand and support you along the way. Yeah. And then once you've got that dialed in, the next thing is you've got to stick. You got to stick and you have to persist. You have to persist through those problems that are inevitably going to come up. Even if it's the perfect strategy for you, even if it's the perfect business model for you, stuff is still going to happen. You're going to put out an ad and that ad just isn't going to get clicked. It's not going to work. You're going to enroll a client that maybe you shouldn't have and you're going to have problems with that person. You know, things are going to happen, they're always going to happen. But if you're working with someone good, they can help you navigate those problems and those challenges and hold you accountable for persisting and just staying on the path. So what prevents people from really sticking to a strategy at at this point is one, not knowing what to measure the -hmm. success and number two, measuring too soon, right? Like not giving the process, not giving the strategy time to work. You know, and, and so once you have a strategy, you need to know, like, what are the little milestones along the way that says this is progress? Mm -hmm. Because if you don't know what progress really looks like, what happens is you're like, ah, this isn't working because you don't know what to measure. And the key is, is having someone, you having a mentor and having a coach that is strong in that foundation of the strategy you choose to implement in your business is they know what buttons Mm -hmm. to tweak. They know what to go in there and to optimize. They know, hey, this one's working. Don't touch it. Leave it. Now we're working on this next thing. Okay, let's dial this in. Let's get you really good. Awesome. Hold tight. Now let's move here. But if you don't know what progress looks like, it's like you're drowning. Mm -hmm. And that's the big, and that's when you go, I'm drowning. I don't know. It's not working. I'm going to try this instead. And that's, Mm -hmm. that's the moment where that ADD comes in. Yep. Is that you, you just like, you don't know what's working and what's not. And it's a decision basically that's made in fear. Mm. And, th- and it's a decision that's made in ignorance because you just don't know what you're doing. And, and when you don't know what you're doing, y- y- it's like almost impossible to make good decisions. If you make right. a good decision, it's just going to be by luck. And I don't know about you, but 
if my family's counting on me to provide for them and my clients are counting on me to deliver for them and my team is counting on me to show up in a certain way, I don't want to just base anything in my business on luck. I want to know what I'm doing. I want to know why I'm doing it. And I want to know for sure whether something is working or whether something isn't. And if it's not working, I want to know exactly what I need to change in order to fix it and make it do what I want. And if you don't have a clear strategy and you don't have support, that's almost impossible, guys. Yeah, so I was going to add on that too, where if you don't know truly what you're, these are stacking, but if you don't know what your real outcome is and you don't know what the metrics are that you should be looking, you don't know what action steps you should be taking, what is your alternative? Your alternative is to get feet in the water and jump out and go try something else. And that is a big part, I think, of the ADD like Jane's talking about. Yeah. And then you're starting all over. You're starting from yep. scratch, aren't you? With a whole new model and a whole new game plan and a whole new everything. And it's just like, and you might have been like a yard on the finish That's line. The thing, guys. That's the sad part. All the time where people come to us and they were so close. They were so close, but because they didn't know what to measure, like, like we can look at their numbers and we can see, okay, this was working. This was working. This was working. Oh man, this is the only little piece that wasn't working, but they shut down the whole thing and they moved on to something else and wasted a year or two years or three years messing around with some strategy that just didn't work. And then when they come to us, we go, okay, well, show us your numbers and we can see, oh man, you guys were so close. Let's dive back into this and just change this one thing. And then boom, watch what happens. But we see people waste years either measuring the wrong thing or not knowing what they're looking at or any of that stuff. And we are trying to save you guys from that because you're watching this and you're listening to this. And you know, our mission is about accelerating your progress. So we've got to tell you about these pitfalls that we see so many people falling into. So pick your strategy, you know, get support, stick to it, and then get more support because, <laughs> because get more. while you're sticking to it, those challenges and those problems are going to continue to happen. And you need to have people you can come back to and say, okay, I did this. I fixed this part, but now this other thing came up. Great. No problem. Here's how to fix that too. And if you don't have that kind of ongoing support, where it's this ongoing continuous dialogue where you're getting things better and better and more dialed in and more dialed in, you know, you just never want to be in that place where you're just flailing around trying to figure it out on your own. It's a terrible place to be and it's a very expensive place to be. That's what I was going to say is it's expensive. Right. And, and it, it, people it, confuse. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. I was okay. going to say people confuse, oh, I can't afford it. You know, it's so expensive and it's like they're focusing on the wrong expense. They're focusing on the expense of learning from an expert versus the expense of staying poor or the expense of not building it. So for example, if you've been on this planet for 50 years and you can't afford to invest in your business, if that doesn't tell you your way's not working, I don't know what else could. Mm -hmm. And the sort of thing, if your goal is to make 30,000 a month and you haven't made it, you've been trying for three years. In one year, that's $360,000 that you've left on the table. Mm -hmm. That's the real expense and cost. So people get it mixed up. They focus on the cost of investment and time is one of them. They've already wasted three years, but they've also lost 360,000 times three over a million bucks because they tried to wing it. That's the cost. Right. And that's key. And, and as I get you know further and further along in our business, that is how I see things where the yep. biggest cost is the sales that we're not making. The biggest cost is the revenue that we're not picking up. It's not about what I need to spend on advertising or what I need to spend on payroll. It's those costs are nothing. 
compared to the cost of not knowing. Yeah. If I don't know what I'm doing and we don't have a strategy and we're just flailing around, that's something that's literally going to cost us millions and millions and millions of dollars in the short term and in the long term. And it's like, you guys need to start looking at your business that way, where it's not about what it's going to cost you to learn something. It's not about what it's going to cost you to find the perfect strategy for you and dial it in and follow it through. It's what it's costing you not to have that. Yep. What it's costing you not to have that, I can guarantee you, is many, 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 many times more. Because without that, like I said, you're flailing around and you're stuck and you just don't know what to do. And that's not what we want for you guys. So look, if you guys want our help with this stuff, if what we've said has resonated with you, then I want you to go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. And I want you to book a call with us because a lot of what we're going to do on that call is the stuff that we've been talking about. Like, what are your outcomes? What is the strategy? What's the best way for you to get support? What are you going to have to stick through? How can you get even more support when you overcome the first couple problems? That's the stuff that we're going to get into with you on these calls. And maybe you don't know what your income goals are and you don't know what your contribution goals are and you don't know what your lifestyle goals are. No problem. Let us help you figure that out. And if it's something where our strategy will work well with that, where we feel like, hey, follow this strategy, we'll get you there much, much faster. Believe me, we'll tell you. But if, you, on the other hand, your goals are totally different than, than the goals that we help our clients achieve, we'll tell you that too. Either way, just spend some time with us on the call and you'll get that clarity. Well, now at least you'll know this is what I want and this is the best path to get me there. So guys, go to clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to us because we'd love to get into this stuff with you. I mean, nothing makes us happier than saving people from years of just like wandering in the desert confused because they don't know what they want and they don't know how to get it. We want to get you this clarity. We want to get it for you now. There's one other piece for us and I'll throw in and then turn it over to Jane too. And that's the difference between a student and a master. And it's very, you know, in martial arts, you know what I mean? You find out your buddy's taken Taekwondo and that's great. He's going to show you a move or two. But when it comes time for a fight and you had to defend your life, that's probably not enough. You might even buy your belt, but a master is able to take each individual person and tweak their strengths and show them how to be the best version of themselves. And I remember in LA, when I was up there, I always looked for the best master you could find, not which is the one that I could afford. Guess what? It's not uncommon that some of the great masters, you want to work with them and get the distinction that only a grand master can provide. You have to earn your place in that dojo or dojang, but the results are significantly better. And that's the other one too, guys, is make sure that you guys are doing it. For the committed, there is always a way. For the, the dabblers or those not yet committed, there's always an obstacle, there's a condition or an excuse in the way. But either way, choose wisely because the decision that you choose will determine your destiny. Go ahead, JJ. I am so good and so complete. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that my invitation to you is to really get clear on what it is that you want for your business and for your life. And from there, start to make decisions. And the best thing that you can do for yourself is just put your stakes in the ground and decide what is the right strategy that's going to give you what you want in your life and your business. And to that end, reach out, talk to us. I'm absolutely certain that somebody in our team is going to take such great care of you and help you get that clarity that you crave. Yeah, guys. And look, I mean, I'll just say one last thing before we bounce. A lot of people don't want you to have that clarity because they've built a business around giving it to you a piece at a time. 
where they know they don't have a strategy. And so the only thing they can offer you is whatever little software they cooked up or like whatever little program they cooked up or whatever. And they're launching the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. And their buddies launching something. And then their other buddies launching something. And they just want to keep you unfulfilled. They want to keep you hungry so that you keep buying the next little puzzle piece and the next little puzzle piece and the next little puzzle piece. That's not how we operate. We're like, look, here's the whole puzzle. We're going to sit there and hold your hand and we're going to put it together one piece at a time and we're going to do it with you and we're going to make sure it gets done right, start to finish. And that's the way that we do everything in our company, guys. So again, book a call. We'd love to talk to you. That's going to do it for us today. Mark, Jane, you guys are absolute rock stars. And guys, we'll talk to you soon. See you on the next show. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's show. If you like what you heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with Clients On Demand, here's what I want you to do next. Head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. That's clientsondemand.com forward slash call and book an appointment to speak to our team. We'll get on the phone with you for about 45 minutes and we'll get you crystal clear on three things. Number one, the exact price you should be charging. Number two, the exact target audience you should be going after. And number three, the exact strategy you should be using to reach them. Remember, scaling your coaching or service business does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. Now, we've helped clients all over the world scale their businesses to six and seven figures while enjoying life and making the world a better place along the way. To see if we can help you do the same, head over to clientsondemand.com forward slash call. I'm Russ Rafino, and let's talk soon.